Welcome to the Three Creeks Church Podcast. We're a church in Gahanna, Ohio, that exists to help people find and follow God. We hope this message encourages you, challenges you, and helps you discover how much God really loves you. is racing. That took like 45 seconds. Today we're talking about patience. And uh, man, my hands are sweating. It's like, man, did this guy miss his cue? Get on with it, Joel. Today we're talking about patience. And I thought I'd give you an opportunity right away just to feel how impatient you are. And I am. And um, (laughs) to the detail-oriented person, to the person who likes lists, you're thinking to yourself, wait a minute, this is week three in the series on the fruit of the Spirit, and the fruit of the Spirit that God produces in us is love and joy, peace. Peace is supposed to be number three. And to you, I say, we're going to get there next week, and today you have an opportunity to be patient and talk about patience, uh, have a conversation about patience today. Of the nine, thought about this before I'm before I uh, wrote it down, and even when I wrote it down, I, I went back through, I thought, oh, let me make sure this is true, but it is true. Of the nine fruits or characteristics listed that the Holy Spirit produces in me, I think patience is the one that God has to work the hardest to produce in me. Some of the other ones come maybe a little bit more naturally. It's part of my personality and and maybe God doesn't have to do quite as much work on me to get those out of me. But patience, whoo, that's number nine on the list. I think by a landslide. Generally speaking, we're a fairly impatient bunch, don't you think? There was a study done two years ago. Uh, it, it observed people experiencing problems with technology. And they were trying to see how many seconds it took for a person who is experiencing frustration with technology to verbally begin to express their frustration, whatever words you choose to use, uh, it doesn't matter, it was just how many seconds does it take for somebody, for a word to come out that expresses frustration that this isn't working? On average, 22 seconds. 22 seconds. This text won't send or this spinning wheel of death is on my computer, or it's loading, or it's buffering. Remember buffering? 22 seconds. When I'm, when I'm driving and the light turns green, I don't give the car in front of me two seconds before I just, hey, let's get it moving. I, uh, rather than calling people, I text them. And if they ask me a question, rather than taking the time to spell out, Yes, sure. I just, I just give them a thumbs up. It's a little quicker because I'm, I'm in, I don't have time for that. I'm a little impatient. I got stuff to do. I, it, my, the world is beginning to now cater to my impatience, and now it gives me options. You know, a, a YouTube video comes up, and it allows me to skip the 15-second ad by just hitting enter after it counts down from five. And, and now when I watch Netflix or YouTube with my kids... They can't handle it either. If, if the skip add button lights up, they're like, Dad, hit it. And so my whole family is impatient. 
probably because of me. I hope my kids never discover Cedar Point. And it has nothing to do with the roller coasters. I just don't want to wait in line. I am that impatient at times. Does anybody not have Amazon Prime? Does anybody realize that Amazon Prime, people are getting frustrated. This is taking a full day to get this order? So now they're creating drones to drop it off within minutes of you ordering it. Do you remember the good old days? I don't know if you remember this. Way back when, when we shopped for our own groceries. Who does that? Who has time for that? Who has time to wait in a line with three or four people in front of you? It's, it's almost, uh, man, it's the sickness that, that our culture makes worse in us by catering to our impatience. This is why this is so important for us to talk about. God does not want us to live that way. And he doesn't want us to feel that way. The, you know the feeling you get when you go up to check out at a store and there's three people in line? And you start to think, man, who's running this operation? I mean, can't they get a couple more employees to run these registers? I mean, I don't have time for that. that just that feeling of, of anxiousness or frustration or just that irritability. God doesn't want us to feel that way. And if you're anything like me, all of my worst moments in life are when I'm impatient. My, my worst moments as a dad, my worst moments as a husband, my worst moments as a pastor, or it's when I'm impatient. It's when I don't have enough time or I think I don't have enough time and I'm, I'm moving on to the next thing as quick as possible. When I'm patient, man, that, that always works out pretty well for me. But when I'm not... Those are my worst moments. And the, the Bible says this. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16, it says, Better a patient man or a patient woman than a valiant warrior. And, and if I took a poll on the way in, hey, would you rather be patient or a valiant warrior? I think you'd probably say valiant warrior. That sounds more fun. The world celebrates, promotes, pays. Valiant warriors, go-getters, getter-dunners, productive, efficient, quick, fast. That's the, if you can't be fast and productive, get out of the way because those people are going to run over you. But the Bible says better a patient person than a, than a valiant or one who takes a city is the other phrase that is used. One who, it sounds awesome to take a city, but just to be patient? Is that really a big deal? What's so special about that? And, and then what usually happens when you see the Bible saying to do something that doesn't feel natural, what we generally do is we try out the world's way first. We see if we like it. We end up frustrated or anxious or irritable, and we go, why do we feel this way? And God is saying, I tried to tell you it was better to be patient than to take a city or to be a valiant warrior. You didn't listen to me. I'm not trying to rip you off. I'm trying to tell you the best way to live. That's what God is giving us in the Bible. Patience is a lot bigger deal. It feels like the fruit that's like is optional. You know, you can't, you got to be loving for sure. You've got to be kind for sure. We can't skip that one. Patience, it feels like the one that you can kind of take it or leave it. 
But patience is a lot bigger deal than we think that it is. Patience, it benefits every area of our lives. Once again, we discover God has our best interests in mind. Patience will benefit every area of our lives. It helps us spiritually in the way that we connect with and interact with God. It helps us relationally with our roommates, our neighbors, our coworkers, our spouses, our children. Patience is, is significant, significantly benefits relationships. Patience helps our finances. Patience helps our health. Patience helps our vegetable gardens. Patience helps when we learn new skills. It helps us in decision-making. How many times have you heard somebody make a decision, they kind of regret it, they go, ah, I wish that I had made that decision quicker. I wish I hadn't had patience when I made that decision. That, that's a rare, it's rare to hear that. But how many times have you heard somebody say, I wish that I had been more patient? I wish I had thought that through. I wish I, wish I hadn't made that decision so quickly. I wish I had been patient. And God in his wonderful brilliance, creativity, and love, says that one of the things that the Holy Spirit will do for people who put their faith in Jesus is he will help produce patience. This is the verse of the whole series. It's in Galatians 5, verses 21 and 22, or 22 and 23, and it says this, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience. These are the things that God is in the process of producing in us. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There's no law against these things. And, and notice once again, I'll try to say it every week of this series so that we make sure we end this series knowing this for sure, is it is the Holy Spirit of God that produces it in us. In other words, the fruit is not produced by us. It is produced in us. We cannot white-knuckle, hard work, determination, attach these things to our lives like ornaments on a Christmas tree. It's not how it works. It's a very short-term way of doing this. We have to know that this is a supernatural work of God. If we are really going to be more patient people, it is going to be that we have attached ourselves to the vine and this fruit has begun to come out of us because we have been with God so much. God wants to produce this, but there's a certain point where we gotta, we gotta let him do it. We gotta let him do it. If we are patient, if we are patient, think about this. In a shockingly impatient world, it will prove that God is real and he really does change people. And all these fruits of the Spirit, they prove, they, they vindicate the, the truth, the reality that God is real and he's not so far away that he doesn't change. He comes into our lives and actually produces things in us. And patience, man, patience stands out. So as I've studied, as I've prayed over this, and I've, I've, I've searched a lot of the Bible, and I, and I listened to a few different sermons, and I read a bunch of different things this week on patience, and even for the last couple of weeks, knowing that this was going to be uh, an important message for us, I there's a lot in the Bible on patience, and so I've, I've done my best to try to boil it down. I've got, I've got three people that I think that God wants us to grow in patience towards, 
And as I share them, I think that they're going to, it's going to feel overwhelming to do all three. It might even feel overwhelming to just do one of them. But at the end, after I share these three people, I want to show you why and how it is possible to grow in patience. I want to show you something about God himself that can actually be the fuel behind our desire to be more patient with these three people. So three people, I won't take too long on each one of them because I want to make sure I get to the end, which is probably the best part. Here's the first one. God wants us to grow in patience towards others. Not just people that we don't know, that we run into in public, that we run into in grocery stores or on 270, not just those people, but God wants us to grow in patience towards the people that we are the closest to. You know, take it from somebody who struggles with some impatience. The people that experience my impatience the most are the people that I love the most, which doesn't make a lot of sense, but it's true. My kids, my wife, those are the people that feel it the most. I mean, I was trying to think of something that I say more to my kids than hurry up. You know what I mean? Hurry up and put your socks on. Hurry up and put your shoes on. Hurry up and get in the van. Hurry up and buckle in. Hurry up and be quiet in the back of the van. Hurry up and get your pull-up on. Hurry up and get your pajamas on. Hurry up and brush your teeth. Hurry up and go to sleep. I mean, I don't know if I say anything more than hurry up <laughs> to my kids. All of my worst moments as a dad are it's when I'm impatient. Uh, it's gotten to the point where I'm rushing through, I'm hurrying through bedtime prayers with my kids. I'm hurrying through singing songs before they go to bed. Hurry up, get in bed. If you come out, you're done. Hurry up and go to sleep. And, and, and just, you know, as I, when I'm about to talk about anything, it's kind of on my mind all week. And this week I was just, man, on edge, so irritable with them when they would not do things at the pace that I wanted them to do them at. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 2, which is actually something that I got to preach about on March 5th, four and a half months ago. This is one of the verses that we talked about. We talked about it for a while. It says, be patient. If you're a Christian, this is what it looks like. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And at the time, I thought, man, I needed to hear that one. And so I, I made this little design thing, and I, I put it as the background of my phone. Just to remind myself, you need help on this one, Joel. Be patient. Bear with one another in love. To bear with one another in love means to be patient and accept the fact that everything's not going to go as fast as you want it to. And you're not doing it just, just angry. You're doing it in love. You're letting people be under construction. You're letting people move slower than you. And so you bear with them in love. And, and then I looked at this this week. I'm like, man, I need to, I need to do, make a new graphic on my phone because I, 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 I needed the timely reminder that what it looks like for me as a Christian dad is to just be patient and to bear with my children in love, to, to let the sink be full of toothpaste for a few more years 
and just to bear with my children as they grow and to do it in love and not to express frustration every time they don't do something as well or as fast as I want them to. And so, so from one struggler to another, consider maybe a person, others, but somebody close to you that would be blessed if God produced patience in you. That's the first one. The second one, the second person is to be patient. God wants us to grow in patience with God. This goes without saying, but I, I think I need to say it. God knows exactly what you want. It doesn't come as a surprise to him. And he knows that you want it as soon as possible. And, and I hear people say, well, I just, I just want to be married. God knows. I, I just want a promotion. He knows. He, he knows. It doesn't come as a surprise. What? You wanted a promotion? No. I just want my family to grow. I just want clarity for my future. I just want a house. I just want to be healed. And, and for the most part, I want it right now. I want it as soon as possible, Lord. And what happens is, even just a little impatience... When those things don't happen, when we want them to happen, it can begin to create these questions in us. Does, does God even hear any of our prayers? What's going on here? Does he care at all? Why, why isn't God working this out for me, giving me my heart's desire? We begin to have these questions about God and his faithfulness, and what we find is that just a little bit of impatience creates this distance between us and God, and it really, it really checks the validity, the depth of our faith in God. If you read the Bible, you will find that everyone, maybe eh, it might be a stretch, almost everyone who is being used by God, who God is using to, to impact people, whose God is moving in their lives, they all have to wait. They all have to wait. They all are required. It, having patience is required to be used by the Lord. If you think through Abraham, Abraham had to wait for God's promises to come true in his life. David had to wait for his big promotion. Hannah had to wait. Isaac had to wait for children for years. Job had to wait for his circumstances to turn for a long time. Jesus himself had to wait. Jesus exhibits, models, patience over, I mean, time and time again through Jesus' 20s, people are like, hey, hey, get this thing going. He goes, the time isn't right yet. God wants me to wait a little bit. And Jesus waits until he's 30 years old to begin his ministry. Even Jesus was required to wait. The, the truth is, and this might be hard to hear, but I, I, I just can't really imagine that you can read the Bible and disagree with it. Some of what you want, God may even be withholding it so that he can teach you something about patience in this process. He, there, there are things that God wants you to grow in that he could not have you grow in if he gave you what you wanted. So, so it really begs the question, what do you want? How long have you been waiting for that? And have you considered the fact that through this whole process, God really has been doing something in your life that he couldn't have done 
if you weren't having to wait. 116 times in the Bible, 116 times, we're told to wait on the Lord, that it's going to take some time, that there's something that God can do in the waiting that he can't do when we have it. And so God wants us to be patient with him and trust him that he's doing a billion things right now. And we might know about one or two of them. So, so, so God wants us to grow in patience with him. And then here's the last one. God wants us to grow in patience with ourselves. God wants us to give ourselves a little bit of grace. There, there's, a, there's a perfectionist feeling, I'd even call it a perfectionist culture, where if we don't have it nailed down, we just start to quickly begin to beat ourselves up. It can cause us to feel depressed or anxious or overwhelmed because we don't seem to be as put together or perfect as somebody else. I think about this series, and I think about some people in here, myself included, we might go through this, and we might be like, man, I'm going to be more loving. God, I'm going to be more joyful. And man, this week, I'm going to be more patient. Man, my wife, my kids, everybody's going to be like, wow, look at the patience of this guy. And then tonight, when I do bath time, I'm, I mean, bath time for me, it's like, it's like a, oof. You know what I mean? There's splashing everywhere. And I might, I might this week lose my patience with my kids. And, and, and you might too with something that God wants you to be more patient with. And, but really what it comes down, what, how are we going to respond to that? What are we going to do for the next 10 minutes after that? Are we going to throw in the towel, or are we going to go back to the Lord and say, I know I'm under construction. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm going to keep trying to grow in patience. Are we going to give ourselves some grace? A mark of emotional and spiritual maturity is that we are patient with ourselves, knowing that we are in this process of becoming, of this fruit being produced in us. Remember, Paul never throws around, you know, these illustrations flippantly. He's very intentional about what he says. And when he says that this is the fruit of the Spirit, one of the things that he's implying is that this might take a little bit more time than you want it to. Apple trees take five years before they produce a little apple. And Paul knows that. And so for us to walk out of here and expect to be perfect in any of these, those, these categories, man, a mark of spiritual maturity is that we understand the grace and the pace of God. The grace of God is bigger than you think that it is. And the pace of God might be a little slower than you want it to be. And sitting in that is okay. And, and, and we've got to be patient with ourselves as we grow. And, and here's the last point, and here's why it's possible. Here's why any of these is possible. Because God is wildly patient with us. All of the patience that we are going to try to exhibit towards one another should be rooted in this true belief that God is wildly, shockingly patient with us. One, one of the passages of Scripture that describe the character of God, Liz read it a little bit earlier. It's in Exodus chapter 34, and it's, it, this is how it describes 
God and his character. Are you ready for this? It says, the Lord, the Lord, compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger. Uh, other translations, they, they write there, they write patient, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. That word there that is translated slow to anger is the Hebrew word arek. A-R-E-K. I'm not very good at pronunciation. Arek. And, and, and it can literally be translated as, as long-nosed. And, and what that idea of having a long nose is about is, is picture a, a, an angry bull that has a very short nose and steam is coming out of that nose. It's, it's just easily irked, ticked off, wants to go fast, wants to destroy things. And it says that God is long-nosed and that it takes him a long time to be provoked to anger. He is so patient with us. I, 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 I know that this is true. I felt it for myself. I can't possibly be the only person that has thought this. That, that, some, that, that God is in heaven and it's almost as if he has his arms crossed and he's tapping his foot and he's going, man, when are they going to get their act together? When are they going to start going to church more regularly? He keeps saying, she keeps saying they're going to change and oh, there they go again, doing the same stuff I told them not to. We have this feeling that God is this angry judge going, Man, when are they going to? But so often in the Bible, God is described as patient. One of the th other ways that God is described, it says that God is love. And you know this passage from the last wedding you were at. Love is patient. It's just part of who he is. He can't change it about himself. The Lord, the Lord is a wreck. He is long-nosed. He is patient. And even not only in, not only is he patient with us who are in this process of sanctification. I mean, I mean, think about this. If any of us were to make a decision to follow Jesus, ask Jesus into our hearts, become a Christian, be saved from our sins. If any of us have made that decision, theoretically, it was an option for God to immediately zap us out of here and take us to heaven. I mean, that's, that was on the table. It's how God could have drawn it up, but he didn't. He, he first, he lets us make this decision, and in that moment, we are, we are called justified. We are declared innocent. We are saved. But then God lets it play out, and this process of sanctification begins to happen over the rest of our lives. The, this process is, is the process of becoming more holy, set apart like Jesus. Why, do, why does he do that? Because God knows that this process of sanctification, this process that he is patient with us throughout, bears witness to the rest of the world that God is real and he changes people. And so this us, his patience with us is actually part of his strategy to let us share our faith with other people. When, when we are able to say, I'm under construction, I'm in the process of growing, that in and of itself bears witness to the fact that the Holy Spirit of God is producing things in us. Where over time, people go, they're not how they used to be. I remember 
if somebody in their 40s or 50s were able to see Joel Trainer being patient with his kids, they've, they've got to think that God is real. Because he wasn't. He used to be so quick with them. And God has made him so patient over time. You see how this process is evidence that God is real. And he actually changes people's lives. And not only, not only for the believer who's in this process of, of sanctification, but for the person who is still on the fence about God in general. To the person who's going, I don't know about this stuff, man. Second Peter chapter 3, I'll paraphrase it. It says, God isn't slow like you think of slowness. No, 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 no. He's patient. And he gives people time because he wants everyone to come to repentance. And so if you're sitting out there going, man, I'm just, I got questions and I'm skeptical and I don't know if all this makes sense. I, I just want, you need to understand two things. Number one, that God in this moment is being patient with you. But two, at some point, what are you waiting for? Like how long, how long until you say, you know what? He has been patient with me. I am going to, I'm going to relent. I'm going to repent. I'm going to give my life to the Lord. It is, it is his patience and his kindness that allows us to come to him with that kind of that kind of heart. So here's my, here's my closing question for you today. Something for you to think about. And, and as you can imagine, uh, we've designed the end of this service so that we're not going to rush you out of here. We're going to give you a minute so that you can be patient with the Lord. Here, here's the question. Who do you need to be more patient with? Of the three, which one jumps out? For me, it was all three. But which one of those three jumps out first? Which, which one of those do you need God to produce in you some patience? Is it with others? You might think about the person you're married to or the children you're raising or the people you live with, someone in your family. Is it someone who would be blessed if the Lord produced patience in you? Number two, is it God? If you're honest, have you kind of been frustrated with his timing do you need to let go and ask God, what are you trying to teach me right now while I'm waiting? Or is it yourself? I mean, I mean this, this idea that we have to be perfect is, is uh, man, it's, it's just not biblical. Knowing that we're under construction is part of the journey. So is it yourself? This morning, I... I, <laughs> I uh, I was like, hey guys, uh, my kids were all eating breakfast. I said, um, you guys know what patience is? And they're like, okay, yeah, they're talking about it. And uh, I said, you know, I, I think I need you guys to hurry up too much, don't you think? They're like, yeah. <laughs> and I said, uh, you know, I, wanna, I want God to help me be more patient. And one way that I'm going to do that is before bed, 
I'm going to come. I'm going to pray with every one of you. I'm going to sing a song if you want me to. And I'm just going to talk and make sure that you don't feel like going to bed has to be really fast. I'm going to, be, I'm going to try to be more patient as a dad. And my seven-year-old Cooper said, yeah, because uh, a lot of times, Dad, when we go up there, you tell us it's after our bedtimes and really late, and you make us go too fast, even though it's not after our bedtimes. <laughs> I was like, ah, she's on to me. And, uh, <laughs> and Judah said, wait, are you doing that tonight? This is my five-year-old. I said, no, Judah, I'm going to try it this whole week. I'm going to ask God to help me this whole week be patient. And he, he goes, As if this is a wild idea. Like a whole week, Dad, of you being patient? And so for me, I'm, I'm just, I mean, all three jump off the page for sure. But for me, my prayer just in the next couple minutes is going to be, Lord, would you please give me patience with others? Would you help me to be patient with my kids, with my wife, with my staff, with my friends? And I've said this before, and I should say it one more time. This is not something that we can willpower, hard work our way into. It is going to be the supernatural work of God. It's just, it's just what I need. I mean, I need help. And the good news for me is that God offers it. So the band's going to play some music. They're not going to rush into the song. And, and I want to highlight one more thing is that we have a prayer team in the back every week and they have been waiting patiently for our church to continue to want to pray with them. Sometimes nobody goes back there. Sometimes a couple people do. Um, I, I knew coming into today that, man, patience is something that a lot of us could grow in. And, and one of the wisest things that we can do is ask a brother or sister to come and contend with us and ask God to help us as we try to grow in patience. And so that team was here at 9.15 this morning praying for you, praying for this service, and praying that, that anybody in here who wants to grow in patience might go back there during the next seven or eight minutes and pray with them. So I think we're going to sing a song or a song and a half, something like that. But during this time, I really want to encourage you to go back there and uh, I see some folks back there already just praying with people and, and don't rush out of here be patient let God move at his pace and just answer the question who do you need to be more patient with let's ask God for help Thanks for listening to the Three Creeks Church Podcast. To find out more about our church, to give online, or to attend a service, visit threecreekschurch.com.